Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Kate Show. Today on episode 243, we are talking about your New Year's resolution. But if you're listening to this halfway through 2024, then we're talking about your halfway through the year resolution. You see, there's no right or wrong time to make changes in your business, but often we tend to make changes in the new year. If this is you, I want you to pause for a moment. You don't have to reinvent your business just because the calendar has turned to January or June. Instead, you should look at your business objectively any time of year and focus on three key areas that might need adjustments rather than overhauls. Because again, that New Year's resolution doesn't have to be huge. It could actually be a small shift. And today we are looking at three small but very impactful shifts in your marketing, which would be your motive, your message, and your method. Before you can update your website with new branding or write another blog post or send another email newsletter, you need to assess whether where you want your business to be actually makes sense for what you're currently doing and whether your message is in alignment with who you want to serve and whether you're saying it in a way that makes sense for the ideal client that you want to reach. So today on the podcast, I'm gonna walk you through a simple three-step process that will help you know whether your business is in alignment for marketing success this year and what to do if it isn't. Now, as a side note, you guys might have noticed the podcast sounds a little different and the podcast artwork looks different if you're looking at it on your podcasting app. And if you follow me on social, you might have noticed, yes, the Solidulite Agency got a rebrand. Woohoo! I'm so excited about it. It feels so good. I highly recommend it to anyone who feels like their brand was getting a little bit stale. But before I get into the content today, I would like to thank our sponsor, Sidedoor. Do you, interior designers, have a need to increase your revenue, but not your overwhelm or your overhead? Have you experienced the awesome profit margin that selling products, not just services, can create? If you want more of that in your business, you need Sidedoor. But before you get a Sidedoor account and start wildly creating collections for people to buy, don't do what so many side door users are currently doing. You see, they think the best way to sell on side door is to create collections that include dozens of area rugs, dozens of lamps, and a collection for each type of furniture there is. This isn't profitable or helpful to the end user, who is the homeowner, because they need your help curating decor, accessories, and furniture for their space. They do not need you to give them a collection full of 15 different area rugs. It's overwhelming. If you want to be successful on side door, if you want to sell more trade-only designer products to homeowners, you need to make it easier for the homeowner to shop. And here is how you can do that. Step one, pick a room and an aesthetic. Step two, curate products specifically for that space and include only one or two options for each. This means one sofa sectional, one matching chair set, one or two area rugs, one or two coffee tables, you get the idea. Homeowners look to you, the designer or stager, to tell them what looks good in a space. If you give them a large collection of products to sift through, they're not going to do it. In fact, they'll probably just go somewhere else. Do the design work ahead of time by including no more than a dozen items in each collection. You are the designer and your ability to curate a space is what they're buying. They really aren't just buying furniture, decor, or accessories. They're buying the confidence that you've put together a great space and that these items will look good in their home. 
If this design curation service appeals to you, go to onsidedoor.com to get started today. This episode is also brought to you by HoneyBook. If you're looking for a streamlined, automated way to uplevel your client process in the new year, look no further. HoneyBook can automate your client bookings, send questionnaires, contracts, and invoices, and reminders at the perfect time. Go to HoneyBook.com and enter the code SOCIALITE to receive 50% off your first year. All right, guys, let's get into it. Three ways your design, staging, and organizing marketing strategy should evolve in 2024. Well, guys, it's January, or, you know, whatever month you're listening to this end. Hello, future people. Is your business where you hoped it would be in 2024? If not, it might be because you haven't actually gotten clear on what you want. Or if your business was running smoothly until suddenly it wasn't, you might have the sense that something in your business is out of alignment, but you're not sure where. Or you might just be in a preventative state. You've seen your colleagues' businesses go stagnant, and you don't want that to be your story. How do you get more clarity on what you want in your business? How do you refresh a dried up pipeline? How do you avoid stagnation as an entrepreneur? These are great questions. These all ultimately stem from branding, which grows into marketing, and they are crucial questions to answer. Let's assess the motive, message, and method of your business to find answers and solutions for how you can improve. So breaking it down briefly here, your motive is what you want for your business and your reason for doing what you do. Basically, it's your why. Your message is what you're saying to your ideal clients. Your method is how you're saying it, how you've chosen to communicate that message, whether it's via the written word, video, in person, the actual words you're using, all those things. So let's dive a little bit deeper. The first thing we wanna do is assess your motive for being in business. So again, your why. Most of us start our businesses because we want two things. We want financial freedom and time freedom. And we all learn pretty quickly that both money and time are the hottest commodities in business and that both can be spent frivolously or invested wisely. Our job as the CEO of our business is to figure out the difference. Whether you have more time than money or more money than time, you are likely at a crossroads right now. And this is where confident, fast decision-making skills become one of your best assets. Here's what I mean. If you currently have more time than money in your business, you have to figure out how to spend your time wisely. After all, that's the commodity you have the most of. Which actions will truly move the business forward? And which actions only look productive on the surface but are actually time wasters? Your job is to cut out the waste, develop processes for yourself to follow that you can later hand off to future employees, and build repeatable services that are based on the primary need your ideal client has, whether that need is obvious and necessary, or whether it's a bit contrived based on expendable income. If your issue is that you have more money than time, you have to figure out how to best allocate that money so that it doesn't end up being spent on useless overhead on half-baked ideas, or on team members or employees who are more like liabilities than assets. The deeply rooted motive behind poor time and money management in business is really just nearsightedness. When we're too focused on our day-to-day tasks, like gotta get through this project or just gotta find the next client, 
we are well on our way to becoming the Achilles heel, or the bottleneck, if you will, of our own companies. It's time to shift away from putting out the daily fires and getting distracted by worrying about where your next client will come from, and focus instead on the one thing that will make your day-to-day and your marketing easier, and that is the ask why method. Now, you probably have never heard of this method, and that's because I invented it when I was creating this episode, and I dubbed it the ask why method. So let me explain it to you. Are you too focused on selling your services and completing the projects in front of you that you forget about selling the client? You see, anyone can throw a website on the internet and then say they're selling services around design, staging, organizing, or window treatments. They can try to get clients by offering referral discounts, free consults, or seasonal promotions. But that is a nearsighted marketing mindset. It focuses on the dollar amount of the service or the service itself instead of the impact that service creates. A wide angle view expands the frame to see something else, the client's reason for needing your service. For example, let's say you are an interior designer and you have a client who wants her kitchen remodeled. So ask why, why does she want her kitchen remodeled? And you might think, um, well, it's outdated. So that seems, I don't know, obvious. Not really. Ask why again. Why is her kitchen outdated? And who says it's outdated? Well, uh, the client has decided that it's outdated. The client has decided it's time for a change. She no longer feels comfortable or at home in this space. It's not serving her well. Okay, now ask why one more time. Why does the client feel like it's time for a change? Why does she no longer feel at home in this space? Well, because she wants her external surroundings to either match or improve upon her internal state, her emotional state. Aha, and now we've arrived at the actual thing you're selling, an emotional journey where the destination is a place of improved emotional state for your client. So you've got to stop saying that you're selling services as though that's the reason why someone should hire you sell them on the way they'll feel as a result of working with you. If your motive is to have your client feeling a certain way by the end of your project versus just trying to sell the service itself, your marketing will be transformed. Now, I'm going to use my own business and brand as an example. Yes, my brand new refreshed brand, which I'm still so happy about. Socialite, as you know, sells ongoing marketing services because we believe our clients' success should also be ongoing and that their confidence in their businesses and in their own marketing abilities should flourish. At Socialite, we're selling that addictive feeling you experience when you see your new website for the first time and it's perfect, as well as that big dopamine hit you receive when you get an email from a new hot lead with the perfect project in hand. Yep, you know what feelings I'm talking about. And those feelings are not only legitimate, accurate, and realistic things that our clients really do experience, they're also far more engaging than if I had led with, well, we write newsletters and stuff. See what I did there? It's the same thing. It's completely ethical and honest and true, but it's coming at it from a much more engaging angle. All right, so let's move on to step two. We need to analyze whether your messaging matches your motive. We've just talked about the motive. So now we have to figure out how are we going to communicate this? If your motive for being in business is produce a lasting emotional shift in your clients' lives, your marketing needs to represent the emotion more than the service, the end point more than the starting point. In marketing, we know the starting point by another name, 
the pain point. You guys have heard me talk about the pain point a lot when it comes to crafting website copy, for example. The pain point is the surface layer reason why someone comes to you in the first place. To use our earlier example, someone might come to you and say, my kitchen is so outdated, I need help. When the real motivating factor is they feel like you could give them the feeling they're looking for, confidence, excitement, peace, clarity. Uh, Clarity is a big one that people are looking for when they come to a professional organizer, for example. Now, your client isn't often aware of their deeper need. In fact, they'll almost always be focused on their basic pain point, and then they're going to feel exhilarated when your service actually helps meet their deeper need, the one they didn't even know they had, but you did because you're a good marketer. I mean, have you ever had a client tell you, I need you to renovate my kitchen because I really want to feel like a better hostess so I can make up for my other deficiencies? (laughs) Well, maybe if they're very self-aware, they'll say that, but typically no, they're not going to say that because they have no idea. And that's okay. Your client doesn't have to know, but you do. Does your messaging, which is your marketing, match your motive of wanting to help your client with their deeper pain point? I hope it does. And if it does not, now is the time to make a change. If you're not sure what deeper need your client has, go back to the ask why method. Simply asking why two or three times will get you to the heart of their issue. Keeping that deeper issue at the forefront of your mind will change the words you use when you talk about your business, the way your website looks, how you show up at networking events, how you present yourself online. It's going to change everything. Now let's talk about the third step. Consider whether your ideal client is getting your message through the methods that you're using. So if you've got the motive of, I know that I am really giving them a long-term transformation and I'm communicating that, at least I think I am, through the words I'm using, through the images I use to represent my business, through my branding itself, through my service packages, are they getting the message or are they not? Well, if you're focused on providing that emotional transformation to your clients by way of design or staging or organizing, then you're on the right track. But let's then hone in on how do we know we're doing it correctly? How do we know they're getting the message? How do we know that it's computing? Focus on the visuals and the verbiage surrounding your business. This is first and foremost, the most important. How you talk about your business impacts how people will see it. How you represent it online impacts whether people will think it's valuable or not, whether you are a skilled individual in your trade or whether you're just getting started. If you're focused on being a one-stop shop, for example, you're missing out on the great opportunity you have to specialize in just one or two things and therefore help people at a higher level. Or if you want to serve the high-end client, but your branding, your print materials, and your online presence feels very lackluster, kind of piecemeal together, not professional at all, not cohesive, you'll constantly find yourself having to prove your value to clients who should want to hire you. And you'll also find yourself facing a lot of those tire kickers who just want you for free advice. Now, in an ideal world, you'll talk more about your ideal client and their needs and the transformation that you provide rather than your own services. This will feel very weird and very counterintuitive. For example, I look at a lot of home industry websites. So organizers, designers, stagers, window treatment providers, pretty much everyone starts their website homepage by talking about themselves. But that needs to be pushed further down the page. And you guys need to talk directly to your ideal clients and address their pain points head on and then provide 
the solutions, which are your services, and then explain what the outcome will look like, which is how they're going to feel. Okay, it can be boiled down to something as simple as that, but it can be further illustrated through the blog posts that you publish on your website. And it can be even deeply illustrated. And you can even start conversations with people on these topics through email marketing. So there's a reason why content marketing is such a great way for you to get your message out there. It's a great method for your message because it supports your whole motive for being in business. See, it all ties together. When your client feels seen, understood, and heard by you, you won't need to rely on a lengthy sales page or expensive videos or frequent social media posts. Your clients will need your help because you've promised them a specific outcome and your services are the vehicle that make that happen. It makes you indispensable. The best way to present this message is, as I've mentioned, through your website, first and foremost. Your website is the mothership of your entire brand. And if that's not up to par, it can make the rest of your marketing feel all loosey-goosey instead of nice, tidy, and in a row. The next method that you need to expound on is blogging. So one to two blog posts every month. And then lastly, but equally as important, You'll need to remind people about the transformation you can offer them by sending a newsletter every two to four weeks. Because with the website being the mothership, it needs the right messaging and design. The blog posts help your website rank higher in search results. The newsletter helps you stay top of mind and start conversations. So again, I am repeating myself on purpose because I want you guys to see how these pieces link together and how they all go back to supporting your motive, your message, and your method. Now, you might be like, this is all well and good, but now I feel like I have a crap ton of marketing to do. Thanks for nothing, Kate. Well, um, you're welcome. <laughs> However, I would not be doing my job if I said, now please go have fun being overwhelmed in your business without also providing you with new ways that you can work with my company. So this is not a sales pitch. This is an opportunity and I want you to consider it. If you need a new website this year, we do have a fully custom website options available. You guys have probably known about that for a while, but in case you didn't, just FYI. But as of this year, as of 2024, we also have semi-custom options available. So if you need something at a different price point and a shorter timeline, you really should go check that out. We have been running people through beta in this program and they've really been liking the results. Now, if you also need ongoing marketing help, like your website's good to go, but you need help with SEO, blogging, email marketing, you need strategy help, you need consulting help, you should consider applying for one of our ongoing marketing plans. Now, if you're interested in any of these things I mentioned, you can go to katethesocialite.com. All the information is there. We have all our pricing online. I know that's a big question that I get. How much is this going to cost me? We have zero secrets here. So you can go check it out. And also, while you're at katesocialite.com, uh, check out my new website, guys. I'm pretty excited about it. The rebrand meant I needed to refresh everything. I'm very proud of what I was able to create. And yes, I overthought my own website to a ridiculous level because that is what we do as entrepreneurs, right? It's so much easier working on someone else's website, let me tell you. But I would love your feedback, not just on my new branding and on the site, but also if there are ways that the social agency can support you in your business. I know that myself and my team of lovely ladies that work for me would love to be considered part of your ongoing marketing team. 
All right, guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple, your message clear, and I will talk to you soon.